0: I'm over here now. I was over there, now I'm over here.
1: Sure, I'll bring all my shoes and my my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror.
1: Eating pasta primavera, feeding cock to together. People never know the wild shit we might say. Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky voice, and Dice. I've been waking up nights, nice, screaming Brooklyn
0: Blast podcast. Mama took my porn mags, jerkins and the soft rags. Easy when we talking about Mr. Ferrari, cause we go way back when we used to play
1: Atari. Spark tweet, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV. Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's. Car keys, now you can't leave. Lock the door, please. Jimmy's on the mission, time to start the intervention. Let's go. On your first album, There was a lot of association with the occult.
0: The more I talk about that, the crazier I sound. So I'm done talking about that. What was the real reason that you took a break from the
1: relentless? We were on tour. 18-year-old virgin begged to get on the bus. I wonder if that girl's watching this interview. This is your life, girl. Your decision. Miss Planoff, he's there on TV talking about it. We can't keep going the way we have been. I'm could going to be a gold digger groupie in the tabloids, ma. I wish you didn't give me his last name. The local message boards are saying the only reason I'm putting on bigger shows is because of who my dad is. Your pops put you in on this action? I've never met him. Why didn't he want me bored? It's bad enough I have to deal with the stigma of being a bastard son, OK? Why would you call him? Don't call yourself a bastard. I used to be a. to the City of Angels. Don't want the name fool you. This town, this business is a jungle, and you're either a savage animal or you're dying. You write a song about how you really feel being the face of this
0: big rock band. Everybody counting on you, the Golden Boy. Get me in a room with Johnny Phelps. Your eyes are so blinded by the spotlights that you can't even see the emotion on the faces of everyone around you. That love you, that work for you, that play for you. You tell them the truth and you're dedicated to them. And then you make the audience think that the lyrics are for them.
1: People and projects they they stay in your heart, but mostly not in your life Do you ever miss it? Let's just save our money and move to California one day you could be working with a reluctance What do we got people? Do you think that devil worship is real in Hollywood like the whole black magic and all that stuff? Where's the baby
0: Vivian? Where's my granddaughter? This far away from her psychotic grandmother. Hey, you the
1: manager? Um, The baby's mother now.
0: episode 222 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. 222. 222. I don't know why you haven't been on earlier. Yeah. Yeah. With my friend over here. Brooklyn born, right? Yeah. East New York. Nice. Brooklyn born, raised in Queens, former guitarist of Sworn Enemy, actor. I mean, Jesus Christ. Now you're like, you're. Bum rush in Hollywood, which is which is fucking awesome, man. I've been yeah. watching you. Um, yeah. Shit, Paulie on Paradise City, which everybody can watch right now on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. And I have a couple of notes here that we'll get into. I'm not gonna rattle off everything right now, but you got movies coming up with Bruce Willis with Travolta. You got some awesome shit going on, bro. Thank you. And uh, from from the streets and the little hardcore scene to taking pictures with Stallone next to the Rocky statue. I'm not mad at that, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a a pleasure. And and definitely I'm a lucky man. Yeah. Yeah. A lucky guy, that's for sure. And, you know, coming from where we come from, you know, and definitely an uneducated guy and uneducated background, uneducated family, you know first generation wait camille's writing that she's reaching out i'm on it's okay
0: yeah yeah i emailed her and then i sent you the instagram thing
2: um yeah i found it on instagram um you know coming from you know coming from the The upbringing of a first generation, my father's from Naples, my mother's from um, Vega Alta, Puerto Rico. And, you know, both of them not speaking good English. Um, They have zero um, education with school dropouts, making no money coming from that to having a dream of, you know, picking up a guitar, playing it getting signed to Electra Records after 10 years of me, Sal, and some of the other guys in Sworn Enemy and Mindset, whatever morphed into what we turned into, just grinding away every day to then touring the world for 10 years. Was just a, that's a journey in its own. I mean, that's a.
0: Yeah, I mean, man. Playing Ozfest and all that shit, man. Fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very, very interesting and long, long, long journey. Yeah. Long journey. Hopefully. Yeah, do your thing. This is off the
0: cuff, my man. It's all good.
2: Yeah, no, I know. Really uh, people <laughs> calling me now. They're supposed to call me before. Hold on. I get I'm it. on the Zoom. <laughs> These things uh, happen, bro. Uh, And, you know, just coming from, just coming from where we come from and then able to be able to, you know, do everything we've, we were able to do in that manner, like touring the world and touring with the most, you know, iconic, legendary bands and to.
0: That you probably grew up listening to as a little kid.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, most of them. You know, I mean I didn't I didn't listen to Corn, I didn't listen to yeah. Disturb or none of that, but I do appreciate their music. I never listened to Marilyn Manson, but that we you know, touring with them was, was was crazy too because they were, you know, at their peak of their career. So that was really amplifying and you know, it was cool to see those kind of fans of theirs interested in what we had to do. You know, not every one of them gravitated towards us, but right we, we hooked a couple of them, which would be you know it was always cool to see a kid with a corn shirt buying a swan enemy shirt or yeah man you did your job we did something yeah sure we converted them from the you know commercial new metal sound to then going to buy a record you know
0: yeah man so i mean you must have you you guys played like castle heights a billion times back in the day and came up with i mean we have a lot of mutual friends like like the EGH guys and stuff like that, like rest in peace, little Greg, you know, like all those, like, like Vato Rob and all those guys, man. And Phil vibes. And we have, we have like a lot of mutual friends. So like, I know exactly, I mean, I'm sure that there's people who know who you are because of maybe just the Amazon prime thing, but I know kind of, I guess you could say and. and it basically like the roots of it for the most part from where yeah. you came from, you know, twenty-five years ago. You know what I mean? And the shit that you were doing. So to see that progression into doing the shit that you're doing now, bro, my hat goes off to you. Well
2: thank you. Yeah. I was uh yeah, you know, shout out to EGH I rate all, all our brothers from back then, Billy Club Sandwich. Uh yeah. you know, all, all our all our, all our brothers in that and and from that world, you know, I mean I you know, I, 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 there were so many, I mean, Chris B, to Rob, all those guys, you know, it's family, you know, it's family. Sure. You know? And my um, rate, you know, I used to hang out with Nick and Phil and Nando and UV all the time at Nick's house. Every weekend we would be getting bombed in his house and drinking <laughs> beers, waking up, eating bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. You know, we built a bond and that was like 97, you know, 96, 97. Yeah. We just had a demo. I think us and our age just had demos and EGH had their ninety-six demo. Yeah. We weren't out with a demo. Mindset didn't have a demo, I think, until ninety seven, I believe. And then then we put out the seven inch. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 journey was long, grueling, fun, crazy, drinking, fighting, stupidity. Um stupid ego. stupid
0: kid shit, bro.
2: Stupid kid shit for I would say 10 years and then, you know, slowly becoming adults, slowly becoming people that, you know, were respected in the scene, respected because we were, we we did have some first time, you know, well well, I think the first New York hardcore band to be on Ozfest, you know, that wasn't, I don't think Biohazard did it before us, but I'm not sure if they did it, but I'm not, I, I, you were I one of, at
0: least you were one of the first. Yeah, to yeah, show.
2: yeah. You know, one of like the first, you know, like us, Hate Breed, Sick of It All, and I believe H2O were like the only hardcore bands to be signed to a major around the same time. You know, we all signed, I think us and Sick of It All were signed to Electra. Obviously, Hate Breed was on Universal. I'm not sure what H2O was on, but I think me and Toby were talking about it a while ago. And he was like, nah, we were signed to a major And I was like, that's right. That's right. But I think our first, you know, we were the first band to, the first hardcore debut record to be on a major label. Sure. None of those guys, I think, had the debut record. So that to me is what I think uh, was different. And, and then doing OzFest and then having that exposure. And we, that's, that, that's, we all owe that to Jamie. You know, he, he sure. put us in that position. He got us and you know, with uh, Steve Ross and Steve Richards, that was our manager. They were all kind of managing us. We didn't know what we were doing.
0: Yeah. Jamie helped out a lot of people, man. I don't think people actually realize how much Jamie helped everyone.
2: I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for Jamie. He's always told me, you know, Lorenzo's a star. He's a star. This was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we gotta do, we gotta do a show, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do it. I didn't even know, you know what I mean? Like I had to, I had no clue. And I was never delusional enough to, to, to right. try it and act like I, you know, act like I was a big shot. That wouldn't right. have never my my yeah. my um DNA.
0: Yeah. So now, I could be wrong, but I might have heard it from a mutual friend during a practice session, and I wasn't aware at the time. Did you, were you attempting or trying to or doing something with, with wrestling or trying to get to the WWE?
2: Yeah, I came out here to wrestle in 2013.
0: I was okay. Yeah. Out the WWE. How'd that go? Did you ever meet Vince McMahon or no?
2: No. No, I met Triple H. Um, I obviously worked with the rock yeah. he knew my family from Puerto Rico. Um, uh, Jose Estrada, he, he, his father and his grandfather wrestled my, my uncle. He's like my, he's like my second cousin. What do you call him? My uncle. That's yeah. my mother's cousin. So he's my blood. And, um, yeah, he, 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 you know, so we had that connection. Um, I have it in my blood, but I I wasn't in love with the business enough to sacrifice everything. You got to love wrestling, you know, and and coming in at 35 years old was just not the right time for me to start pursuing a career that people at 18 pursue and then they get in the game at 26. Sure. Starting at 35, I had a long road and I injured myself one too many times. And fell on my head and felt a thing on my neck that I never felt before. And I got spooked and I said, you know what? I don't love it enough. Uh,
1: Fuck
0: that, man.
2: Yeah. I said, I'm gonna go and I, I said, I'm gonna go and be uh, you know, I'm gonna go and uh, do uh some um
0: acting. You know? Some acting. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. obviously, I mean, obviously, I mean you grew up are you like uh I guess like a. I mean, you're a fan of movies. I mean, you have to be in order to become, want to become an actor. You know what I mean? So uh, it's it's pretty obvious that you're a big Stallone Rocky fan, you know? Um, so how, to, how did you like, what was your first thing you did? Like, it's, I, I, I don't think I would ever do it, but I've thought about it like a fleeting moment where ah, I'd like to become an actor. I wouldn't even know where to start, bro. I don't even know who, who do you call. I don't know.
2: You go on a distance. I don't know. I didn't know who to call. I didn't know anything. So my how it happened was through wrestling. My friend Joey, who uh who was a, my roommate at the time, was my wrestling. You know, we would, we would drive to class a lot together. We were roommates, um, and he was like, "Man, he's like you should go get your headshots and uh, you should become you know get on." you know, IMDB or whatever he was saying. And I was like, what? I was just, it was, it was all new, new all new information for me and all new, um, like lingo and all kinds of like headshots. I was like, what? I'm thinking what, eight by tens? I'm like, I hit the head <laughs> like that. Right. I had no idea, and I have always seen the picture of the actor, in, and like you know, Lenny's Clam House, or in some pizzerias, you see some picture of a guy. One
0: hundred percent.
2: I didn't know what the fuck it was. Just, just being honest, I just didn't care. I didn't know if it wasn't De Niro or Stallone, what did I know? You know, right. I didn't know nothing. You know, I knew what I was, and I knew what I what I gravitated towards. So,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Every anyway. other every other pizzeria in this neighborhood has a picture of fucking Paulie Walnuts. And it's like, yeah, best pizza in Brooklyn, you
2: know, all the yeah. best. Yeah, all the best. God bless. And happy new year. Right. So I didn't know. I, I didn't know, and I, I had um, no clue, um, but I got my headshots. Um, a guy named Sasha, my friend Ori, connected me with Sasha, and he, and he took my First headshots in two thousand thirteen. I but I, it was more wrestling promo stuff.
1: Gosh. So it was
2: like a hybrid of wrestling promo and just like headshots. Then I started going out. I started going out, and then um, you know, I, I it, it was new, new for me, dude. It was like, what am I doing? Yeah, I had no no idea what this meant, how hard it was. But I knew I loved it. I knew I always wanted to be Stallone and De Niro and Arnold and of course, and I knew man.
0: I loved that shit. Of course.
2: And I knew that everything for me was all about, um, you know, how did they do it? And, you know, I would love to, you know, get there. So obviously I shot my first movie, then I started to go out and audition more, and then I started taking classes and then, you know, studying. Go going to co read classes and then you know going to um, uh, uh workshops with different casting directors and then then I started building it. I mean, dude, it, 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 to tell you the truth, it, it, it was very very hard. I'm and sure. I'm sure. Job, but
0: I, I think a lot of people don't realize, especially like like with a band, with a touring band, even if like on a smaller level, like a band that nobody's ever really even heard of, but like they tour the fucking world. Like like for instance. Today is Roger's birthday from Agnostic Front, right? We're, we're on podcast time, but today's his birthday. I'm talking to a coworker. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, it's this guy's birthday. Oh, yeah, what's the band's name? Agnostic Front. Never heard of them. Of course not. You know, they've been around since 1981, but you've never heard of them. You realize the, the work that goes into that shit. Like, a lot of people don't realize that shit. So I don't think it's any, well, obviously, it's a little bit different, but so much work has to go on behind the scenes to become a fucking, like, like you think De Niro just stepped onto a fucking thing and he just, every, every, of course not. I don't think people think that, 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 that that far past the screen, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, No, it's, it's, um, nobody understands the grind and, you know, I don't think, if you're not in the grind, you don't appreciate it. So you don't, you don't understand like uh, where, you know where to pull from. You know, like like to, to have any kind of empathy or of not knowing or just being like, oh, he's just an actor and nobody knows, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nobody understands how everybody started from the same place. They all had to read their first script. They all had to go for their first audition. Not one person, not never, not had. You know, some some Hollywood brats had no, never had to go in audition because daddy had, you know, the power. Oh. Well, mommy had the power. Sure, What? That, 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 does that mean they're sustainable? No, I don't know. And I'm just, just speaking, you know, um, in fact, factual, but I'm, you know, I'm just being blunt. I yeah. I, I really don't, you know, I, I know that they, they exist and, uh, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, I, I've, uh, auditioned, you know, in so many different languages, you know, for, you know, obviously Italian and Spanish and it's nerve-wracking. You're, you're, fluent, you're fluent in both? No, I'm flu. I'm fluent in Spanish, like, but like I would say 85, percent you know. But when I start talking words of filmmaking and stuff, I, I flutter, I stutter because I don't know what the I don't know. I know what my grandmother taught me, so I didn't go to school for, for that, and I know what my father taught, taught me in, in Italian. So sure, you know, and then I use Spanish and Italian, and I make a hybrid of my own language. But if I had to read dialogue and and speak in Italian off of a off a script. You know, I can do it in, in an hour. I can have two, three pages done, and, and I'll and I'll know all the words, and I'll and I'll know what they mean because it's just yeah, you know, it's just it just comes easier to me because I do know the you know how do you say the words, and once sure. you and then I'll go over it with my father or whoever you know sure whatever, whatever it would be to make it as authentic as possible. I'll do whatever. What was the first thing that you booked? Um. Well, we did our first movie that we we did it ourselves, so that wasn't officially booking something. But I did book a movie, Weston Cage, Nicholas Cage's son got me. He's like a brother to me, Nick uh, uh, Weston and Good Man. He got me a gig on this movie Deep Backs with uh, Jason Muse. and it was him and Jason muse And I and I and I, it was like the first thing that I ever booked. But I shot What Now before that because that movie kept getting punted every, you know, six weeks later or two months later we're going to shoot.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So that happened. And then, you know, when when it was my turn to go up to Portland is when I shot. But I shot the the What Now movie, which is a comedy, you know, uh, that first. And then Dean Bax and then just started, you know, then going from there. You know, the first actual thing that I booked that was a real – you know, real deal was Days of Our Lives. You know, I went in for an audition and um I, 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 I got the, the the audition and I got on about four episodes, so. Sick. What year was that? 2016, the end of 2016 and 2017. Okay. So from there, you know, 2018, I did Ballers. I did two episodes of that and I did a couple of smaller movies, you know, In between and, uh, you know, hustling, trying to figure it out. And then, you know, 2019 was, you know, we started gearing up for uh, Paradise City. I shot Game of Thrones and then we, you know, started gearing up to go. um, You did Cracker. Did Cracker in 2018, 2019. Cracker was, of course, and that one's, everyone loves that. That we did that in the beginning of 2018, Um, and finally getting some traction and movement around that now Um, and we shot um, all of Paradise City, all eight episodes and then that was a a grueling grind to get that finished and get it out of post and then get it going and and, and then releasing it, launching it and now it's a a successful show it's doing really well and we're proud of it
0: yeah man, Um, it's fucking big I I watched the whole thing Holy, <laughs> nice. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, and then now I did Reactor with Bruce Willis and Patrick Muldoon from Starship Troopers. And, That's fucking uh, awesome. Um,
0: That's already wrapped? That's
2: done? You wrapped that in the beginning of uh March, and then sh- I went in to do uh, white, A White Elephant with Michael Rooker.
1: That's John awesome.
2: George, Bruce Willis, Olga Kirilanko from Bond. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just did another movie um, in in, um, in Hawaii with um, with uh, John Travolta, um, Stephen Dorf, and Bruce Willis. And I'm an executive producer on that one as well. And I got a cool role in the beginning. So I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. Well, you also, you wrote and you executively, executive produced, what was it, episode two of Paradise City, right?
2: I'm a writer on three and four. I'm a writer on those three on those two episodes, and I'm an executive producer on all
0: the episodes. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Now I got I got to, I got to ask you because like like you it must have been I mean I don't know I, I'm the, obviously I'm speaking from the outside looking in I'm saying like if it was me like you're on set with somebody like fucking Bruce Willis, dude, like it has gotta be a moment in your head, bro. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, it takes you back to like, how the fuck did this happen? How is this even possible? Why, you know, why they say never give up. And um, you know, it just it's just all those all those rules. I do it I'm in Stallone's house and I'm with Stallone and I'm talking to him and he's looking at me and he's talking about his journey, or he's talking about
0: what he's he bro, just <laughs> Bro, I'm looking at those pictures. Yeah, you, you this you, side by side with the Rocky statue. I'm like, this guy right now is hanging out with fucking Stallone in his house. Like, me, I, I am borderline obsessed with the Rocky movies, bro. Like, people are like, nah, eh, it's a boxing movie. I don't like. It. It's it, listen, relax yourself. It's not a, it's not a movie about boxing. It is, but it's not. There's so much and it's just I don't know. I wish that people would, would, would
2: love story, underdog story, it's uplifting. It's uh oh it's so you know, much never give up. It's it's pretty much his life. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, until he, he 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 wasn't taking no for an answer and look what happened. I mean, yeah and I look at that and I model everything I do on his journey and then you know he definitely is
0: the most inspiring
2: man in the world. You know, you can't,
0: dude. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You get that question every once in a while. You know, like if if you ever had to pick a couple of people, like to sit down at a bar and have a drink and pick their brain, like who would you, who would you pick? My, well, one of them, one of them is dead, and that would have been George Collin. I'm mean, a huge George Collin fan. Yeah, he's funny. He's good. That's and true. and the second person would be somebody living. I would have to pick Stallone. though. it's like. Yeah. It's uh, hands down. I, I have to ask you a stupid question. Bullet gun to your head. What's your favorite Rocky
2: movie? Uh four. And they're doing the. And they're really? Doing, yeah. Well, I love one and four. I love three. But they're doing. They're doing. Um, they're doing the the director's cut. Oh shit! I just finished cutting it. Yeah, it's gonna be a theatrical a Rocky Four. It's gonna come out like all different ways that it ends. Yeah, he's got some. Really? Yeah, he's, he's 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 he's
0: excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, so am I bro. It's crazy. Even the Creed movies, I'm like, they're incredible, bro. I like the dude. first one a lot. So when he got nominated
2: for the Oscar, he should have won the Oscar.
0: Yeah, 100 percent Fucking incredible, bro. That's one guy, man. I just I wouldn't even break his balls. I would just I would just like to say hello and shake his hand, thank him, and then keep it moving. Like that's it. I'd be satisfied, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: believe me, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. I know. Yeah, man. So now you're on you're on set. When when do you start doing the Paradise City movie? The movie? Oh uh, the show? The movie, no, the movie with with with, with Bruce Willis and Travolta. Oh, we did it, we did it, we did it. Oh, that's wrapped yeah. also.
2: Yeah, that's wrapped. Right.
0: Oh, no yeah, shit. Gonna,
2: I, I start shooting a movie soon. I can't name the names yet, but uh All right. yeah. You know, as big, if you know, some some of the most legendary uh, actors. Uh, I got like three big ones coming, so it's um, really.
0: I can yeah. tell, I can see your face that you're a little excited about this.
2: Yeah, no, 100. percent I'm very excited about it. I'm also just humbled and and you know know that that, that anything could happen. And I, I worked for, I worked hard enough to get to where I am. And I'm just like you know, I'm just riding the journey, riding it. And just going and going and going and going and going.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. It's
2: definitely a great feeling.
0: Yeah. All right. I was going to say, I can imagine, but I can't imagine, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's incredible, bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah. So now, what's up with this? Uh, you're a co-writer with some comic book that you can actually pre-order now, people, but it's due out in, what, September, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, the, that's the variant. Um, there's I mean the variant. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <clears throat> this COVID shit is 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 uh you know. And you got Delta on your hat, right? Delta Bravo <laughs> Urban
0: Exploration <laughs> Team.
2: Delta <laughs> variant. Um, no, it's um, it's uh, it's um, uh, yeah, it's a variant cover exclusive of Matter of the Cadillacs Issue One um we are getting you know we got we got a comic book one and two coming out too so it's going to be at that in the fourth quarter um on scout and uh we're excited yeah i've been working on it for five years uh, really yes the warriors meets some um, Lost boys
0: get the fuck out of
2: here yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be the big one that's gonna be a big boy and that's our little punk rock marvel
0: yeah know? man
2: diy marvel bro but it's, it's like, you know, these characters are street guys, you know, yeah. it's like it's street, it's, it's, it's street gangs, vampires. There you go.
0: You know what I mean? You can't well, go wrong with
2: that, bro. It's with a little sprinkle of twilight, you know, a little, little love story between, you know, a hybrid human vampire. Yeah. One of the vampires that are, you know, from another world, another side is a parallel universe called the other side. I'm giving away too much mythology. You got to get the book.
0: Yeah, you got to get the book. But hey, come on, bro. You can't go wrong. And you have to sprinkle it in a little Twilight Love story. You have to, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's, there's a lot of good elements in it. And uh, we've been working on it for fuck. Long time. Yeah, man. Long
0: time. And you, this, you came
2: up with this? No. My, my good friend, Shawnee. I shit, shit, I know Shawnee since 2000. Yeah, I met him on my first time touring with Hatebreed. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Shawnee, he 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 came up with it with a guy named Terrence, and they conceptualized it, and then we started just you know writing it, and then you know working on characters, and then Shawnee kept you know working on the characters, and then you know we me and him would be working on what the characters are wearing, or you know, and then it just kind of morphed into you know what they you know what are our, our our lipstick clicker, which is the the Latina street gang. What, are they, what do they have as far as weapons and they shape shift? I mean, it's just like a whole bunch of crazy shit that's never been done, never been seen in, in our eyes, in our opinion. Maybe there is. I don't know, but we've never, ain't no tight pants and cloaks and capes and fucking, you know, ain't none of that. This ain't no yeah. shit like that. This is different. This is like more what, you know, they're superheroes, but they're more that what you and I look like, you know? Yeah. And uh, more relatable to just, you know, they, they, they just have those powers, but they're still swagged out, you know? Yeah.
0: Man. You know? Yeah. You know? That's fucking awesome. And and so have. The, it's going to be like an entire series?
2: Well, we, well, we're doing a comic book series right now. So, we you know, all the comics are going to come out it's as, 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 as many as we can keep releasing you know we got its a, it takes a lot of time and money i'm sure uh, we are gearing up to shoot a film
0: i was um, i was i was gonna ask you, maybe it'll wind up going into like some sort of a movie We're
2: gonna gear up to i mean we, we we have so many characters and so many offshoots and so many different gangs there's like four gangs that are you know Have so many different characters in all those four gangs that, you know, like you can pull from so many different places and have so many different worlds. I mean, it's like it's a mini Marvel. Yeah. And we're just going to keep building on it.
0: Good shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. So you're fucking you're busy. Did this whole I mean, obviously, it's a kind of a stupid question at this point, but this this whole COVID thing, like mess you up as far as doing work and all that stuff.
2: No, I mean, see, COVID was a blessing—a blessing, a blessing from not a blessing for me because obviously it's that's not the right word to use. Sure, but COVID was for me when everybody else was doing great in entertainment and doing ma- amazing, and I was kind of like, uh, oh, you know, things are just like yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, you keep trucking along, tripping away at the stone, and during COVID, it was like everything ramped up for me, you know, like everything started ramping up, and then. The, the, the exposure, everything started working for me. And right during COVID last year, when it was time to start shooting again, I shot, you know, a, a movie. I shot a pilot. I shot two. Then I shot two pilots. Now I shot three. So I shot four movies and two pilots during this entire pandemic. Wow. Which, which is a lot. It's that's, yeah, that's, dude. that's a good amount in the last six months. If you, if you want to really, you know, I would say the last 7 months I've shot that much in a time where it's really really and then we released our TV show. You know what I mean that was a, a major undertaking as well. Yeah. And that was eight episodes of, you know, grueling process to get delivered, made and 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 ready to, you know, for, for for to air. Yeah. So we have, you know, again, you know, COVID was um, you know, the 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 time being home was a blessing for me, is what I mean by that. That it took, you know, I got to discover a lot about myself. I discovered a lot of things about other people, whether I'm with them or not. Mm-hmm. Some people in my life, some people aren't in my life anymore because, you know, and it was uh, a good learning experience for me on people, how people act and how people conduct themselves. And it exploded my career. It started to explode My, you know, not explode, but you know, I had the, 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 the platform started to build during COVID. And that's what I mean by during COVID, it was a blessing for me.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I know how people can misconstrue whatever you're saying, but I completely get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking great, man. So when, when, when are you starting or have you already started season two of paradise city?
2: No, we, we we're gearing up for it, but hopefully it's going to be 2022 quarter one. You know, hopefully we'll be uh, shooting, and then end of the 2022 it'll come out.
0: Yeah, because it already got greenlit, right? I mean,
2: I can't, I can I, 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 I don't have those answers, you know. Oh, okay, all right. I, I figure maybe you knew a little, something, a little no, something. I mean, if I knew, if I knew, if I knew, we, we would announce, we would say it, we would have said it already. It's just so on. It's it. There's a lot of moving parts. Put it oh. like that. We're gearing up for it because we do believe that we have the fandom, you know, yeah. are excited about it, and we have we have a good amount, you know, uh, we have a good a, a good amount of um, fans, people are anticipating it, people want season two, so either way, I think we might have a shot to go make it. Nice, that's
0: yeah. good shit, man. Oh yeah. fuck, I mean. I mean, it's awesome that you're busy, you're staying busy, you're healthy, you're doing fucking great shit across all kinds of stuff. I mean, from, I mean, obviously from the music and everything, but now you're into comic book stuff and you're writing and you're fucking executive producing and you're acting. And like you said, like you've been working your ass off and thank God for that, bro. You know what I mean? You know what it's like to put your fucking work in, obviously, and you're reaping the benefits. Yeah. And, uh, and it seems like, you know, uh, you just put put a little something out there that you're working on something with, like, three huge people that you won't say, but I get it. But, no, man, hopefully you're, uh, hopefully you're, you're the next uh, Robert De Niro of sorts.
2: I'll take anything. I'll be <laughs> the next you know what I mean? But, I, you know, I, did, I definitely inspire to be the next Stallone, the next De Niro, the next Rock. Those are the guys that I look up to, you know. Yeah, and, you know those are the guys that I, you know, can see myself in a similar situation with them. Sure, as far as you know, upbringing. You know, The Rock comes from nothing. Sure, from Arnold comes from nothing. Arnold comes from nothing. I'm not sure if De Niro came from nothing. I heard different things. His family was into art, so they would they, they 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 did very well. But he's a New York guy. He's a street guy. He comes from 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 the streets like we do. Yeah. So to me, that's indicators of, of, of hunger, success, and the never give up attitude. Um, And I admire all their work. So, you know, those those are the guys that I, you know, I mean, I have a lot of, you know, I mean, some of my favorite actors and actresses, you know, I, I look up to them, but I just don't think that I'm, you know, in the realm of them, like Viola Davis and Denzel Washington. Those are like you know, extreme actors, you know, they're so, they're so amazing. And I, I you know, I don't think that I've put myself in that category because it's just a different, they're, they're like, you know, on another level, Juilliard, you know, they're just different.
0: You know, yeah. But dude, you, you, you might work side by side, with one of them one day, well, bro, you, you, you're already working with fucking Travolta. It's like, it's not that far away and it's not huh? unattainable to be working next to Denzel Washington one day.
2: I, I don't I don't disagree. I think that is very obtainable, and it's um, you know I'm I just I, I I like to be as um, as realistic as possible and Of hopeless, course. you know because I'm 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 not I'm not delusional and I don't try to ever pursue uh, you know I wouldn't say pursue but I was I wouldn't never try to put it out there that I'm delusional like I'm not you know I'm not I ain't fronting. You know, yeah. I mean, I know where I come from and I know how hard it is. And then, and if anybody wants to put me in a in a position to be next to these guys, I'm honored and I will always do whatever it takes to get to that um place. And, you know, I have no, you know, no expectations because I right. know how hard it is, man. This fucking business is beyond brutal, beyond the toughest, beyond this is makes music f- seem like a cakewalk. I'm sure. This makes music seem like a cakewalk, even though you are in control of your own destiny when it's really just yourself who you have to worry about. You don't have five other band members to, you know, kind of massage and, you know, and and be married to. And decisions got to be, you know, get conflicted. And you always got a drummer that wants to quit. And during this time and that time, it's just a constant nightmare always with, um, you know, being with band members that are, that are mad about being broke.
0: sure. And you're on top of each other in a hot van in Europe and you want to cannibalize each other.
2: (laughs) And 99% and 99% of the people are, I would say 99% of the people are going through that right now. And you know, I, I'll tell you one thing: COVID should have done is make all these kids and all these bands write fucking hits. I, sh- I they, they be should, they be- should. Goddamn right. There should be a fucking a bucket list of fucking uh, of great songs coming out right now because, and I don't hear them. I don't hear them. I don't, I don't hear them either, bro. I hear it. Me mean, you are right here with that shit. I'm calling out everybody. I, I don't hear no great new hardcore songs from none Ooh. of the great hardcore bands. I don't hear no great hard metal songs. I don't get no great hip hop no, nope. nothing great has come out that is just like, yo, COVID. You were home all day. You could fucking write all fucking day. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Where the fuck is the hits?
0: Yeah. And what have you been doing besides sitting around doing zero?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and listen, this is just like a show, a, show, a, show, a call out. You know what I mean? Some yeah. Didn't need to write records. Maybe they were just kind of you know punting, their, their. or they were not punting, but they were um, were. I guess, working, still working their new record that just dropped before COVID or during COVID. And, and I'm just saying like, you know, and I, and I mean some fucking hardcore anthems that I love, you know what I mean? Like I haven't heard a new hardcore anthem and I ain't saying any particular band because I love all the bands I love and nothing's sure. changed. the no, same here, like, Yeah. Nothing has come out that I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like blown away and excited to listen to the music. You know, I'm always listening to the same shit. (laughs)
0: Bro, I'm the same way, bro. I I listen to the same, as far as hardcore, I listen to the same 25 records for the last 30 years overall, for the most part. I can
2: name them off the top of my fucking head of
0: else. course like certain bands like you listen to their whole discography you know what I mean sick of it all and the agnostic front and the mad balls and, and all the staples you know what I mean I, I'm a huge terror fan you know Wisdom in Chains I fucking that, that's, they're, that, they're probably my favorite newest band and they've been around for 20 years almost already too you know I feel, I feel like they're new but they've been around for almost 20 well, years
2: well they've, they've been in other bands you know so like oh have- well, yeah you know, they had a different different bands, so they were always we always played those all boys for twenty something years. I mean mm-hmm. more, longer. I did I did Richie's
0: podcast. That was awesome. Richie, I saw, yeah. Shout out to Richie Crutch and the uh post-america 100%. podcast and man Joe Black. They're great dudes,
2: man. I love Joe Black. Those guys, we go back so long. I love those guys. Man. Bro, and, and yes, Wisdom and Chains is one of the best newer hardcore bands. They percent they got those sick of it all type anthems. They have sing
0: alongs. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what it is it with those fucking five dudes, but they know how to write a fucking song. I give them props.
2: Yeah, man, they got the formula. Man, they, they 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 looked at all the New York hardcore bands and they said, "Listen, we're just gonna take that. We're gonna make it the PA way, and that's it. <laughs> that's
0: it. Nice, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was saying
1: the okay, same. Sure. Shit. I was
0: yeah, I was saying the same shit during the. I mean, I got fortunate. I got lucky. I never stopped working. You know stuff like that, so you know uh, I see everybody is just sitting around and not doing nothing. And I said it a hundred times: like there needs to be, like you need to come out of this. If you're not steady working and you're just sitting, you need to come out of this whole pandemic because it is gonna end. Eventually, it's gonna end. You need to come out with a skill, learn a fucking another language. I mean, I mean something.
2: They said if the hustle didn't come out of you in 2020, then the hustle isn't in you at
0: all. <laughs> None whatsoever, bro.
2: That's why I said, like, that's what I meant, like how COVID. Again, I'm I'm reiterating, I'm or I'm repeating myself, but again, COVID was, um, the time off in COVID was a blessing to me, because I definitely focused on me. Yeah. And what my shit is. Yeah. And where I'm going. And my shit's about to pop. I have so much awesome shit that I can't even. I can't even believe the people I'm with, the people I'm partnered up with, the people I'm working with, the people that are taking me serious. I'm fucking so blessed, you know. Yeah. I, I I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's just a fucking.
0: You you, know? you well you both- for all the kids out there, it's like you fucking—you you work hard and you reap the benefits. If you sit and do nothing, you get nothing. You're not owed anything, and that's the bottom line.
2: Yeah, life's like a bank account. You get you—you you get out what you put in. You put in five dollars, you could take out five dollars. That's don't right. Try and you can't
0: get anything. And that's right. A couple of you know, Some people put in a couple of two, three dollars, and and then that's it. And some people put in a twenty spot.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah,
2: ain't nobody got uh, a couple, two, three, nothing. Ain't nobody doing anything, and if they're not doing anything, then, then you know it is what it is, man. I, I ain't gonna fucking help you. No, if you got no passion, no desire to do anything. Get stay away from me.
0: Yeah, like, I, I, I get it.
2: That's so many of my fucking friends that I grew up with that are just like I love them to death, man. They, they are some of the best friends of my life during when we were kids, but they, they call with the same bullshit, the same, um, you know, I'm in and out of jail fucking six years, two years, three years, this, that, beep, pop boop, bop. What the fuck? And I'm just like, bro, we're the same age. You're a fucking degenerate. I don't want nothing. To yeah. Do you- Straight
0: up. Yeah. You know? It's so true. It's a hundred percent. And I'm not talking shit about anybody. It's just a fact. Everybody who's listening who, who's of, of whatever age and knows people for 25, 30 years, And you look at their Facebook page. It's like the same shit. It's like, dude, it's not 1992 no more, bro. What what are you doing? What have you done? Get up and go to work. Get up and go to fucking work. I don't care if you're talking. I'm I'm shot right now. I don't care. I'm I'm shot
1: every day.
2: Just a fucking, I got to fucking be out till fucking 1130. Right. Yeah. Every night. I'm, I'm when my partner's in town. I'm out every fucking night and it's like because 'cause I'm up in the morning, sauna, running, steaming, fucking this and that, and beeping, and bobbing. But I,
0: yeah. And word so, sliding fucking over easy eggs onto your plates. Got <laughs> <laughs> out of here. I laugh every time, pal. <laughs> I do. It's fucking funny. Yeah no good shit, man. Yeah, you know, like this. Like, I don't make no money off of this. I do it because I like to bullshit with people that are doing good shit. You know what I mean? That's why. Before I press for I don't talk politics. I don't. I don't talk serious fucking social nonsense. I just talk. I talk to band members, actors, and fucking rappers and graffiti writers and nonsense. Yeah,
2: you know oh, I mean? man. I used to write noise.
0: Noise. noise.
2: Yeah. Nice. You know, I found a picture of what I drew on my dad's in my, my kitchen when I was a kid. It was 90, and it says 90 on it. Not 91, 92. It says 1990.
0: Bro, isn't that crazy that that's 31 years ago? It's fucking stupid. I hate it. <laughs> it's fucking nuts.
2: I hate it that I'm fucking I've down. been
0: bugging out lately over, like, what happened in what year, and how the fuck is that 40 years ago? Like, it's like, I remember certain shit. You know certain movies that came out. I remember going to the fucking video store and renting the videotape and watching it. Look at that.
2: That says ninety on there, bro. On the Nice. Right. I see it. It was sideways, but I see it says noise. I see it. No, oh, but ninety. Look at the thing. ninety in the bomb. In the bomb. Of course. Noise right there. There I, I it is. Fucking, what the fuck was I? Twelve? Thirteen? Yeah. You know, being, creative at an, being creative at an early age, Lorenzo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but York Jerk off.
0: Yeah, we yeah. oh, got it. I'm still a happy jerk off. kidding me? I'll always be pa- a partial jerk off. I don't care. Yeah. But at least I'm a responsible no. father with a job, and I do what I got to do. But I can still be a jerk off in my old time. But I'm not a malicious jerk off. You know what I mean?
2: They're no, just morons. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> the New York Italian way. I'm a fucking moron. What are you do you want to do? always. No big, no, no, no. no big deal.
0: I am who I am. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold your hostage for much longer at all. Cause I know you got shit to do. But um, you mind if I throw out my sponsors real quick?
2: Go for it, man.
0: Are you okay? You, well you're a coffee guy, right?
2: Yeah. What do you got? You got free coffee for me?
0: I got deals for you. <laughs> I got deals. I don't have free coffee. I'm not a coffee company, bro. It's mapping. No. But there's, there's like a little six degrees of separation here. Dead Sled Coffee. Follow them on Instagram at Dead Sled Coffee. D-E-A-D-S-L-E-D Coffee. Um, if you go to DeadSledCoffee.com and you type in the promo code Brooklyn Blast, you'll get 20% off your order and anything over 60 bucks is free shipping. But what's cool about them is that they did a Wisdom in Chains blend, which you might be familiar with. Luke Rhoda came up with it. He was like, "I want the coffee to taste like you dipped an s cookie in there and then took a sip. It's like amaretto flavor." Yeah. Did Hoya do one? Did not Hoya do one? I don't know if I don't know if he did one with Dead Sled. I know I know Isaac did one with the company. Hoya might have done one. That's fucking coffee. What was it called? Coke coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. uh, i love him yeah love him. hilarious
2: he's the best
0: yeah um
2: <laughs> coke and coffee sandwich something yes. <laughs> 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 i love you buddy
0: um yeah but they also did like um they officially licensed certain shit they just put out one with bro they, they have a kiss blend with the members of kiss well, like good. four different like designer bags, limited edition shit. Um, they did one with Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger. They did one with Elvira. They did one, They have a whole bunch of really cool shit. They're a small company. They're based in Jersey and, and, and Pennsylvania. And they're good shit, bro. It's like they do really, they have a Cypress Hill blend. I don't know if it's weed infused or not, but they, I don't think so. But there's a Cypress Hill blend called Black Sunday Brew or some shit like that. But, uh, yeah, that's like coffee. They do good shit. For a small company, they do big things, and my fucking hat goes off to them. They hustle, bro. They hustle. <laughs> What's what, what, what with Danny Diablo? What is it
2: called? I want to fucking try the Danny. I was just thinking I want to try the fucking Danny Diablo one because it has to have something to do with Coke. I do <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. He's out of his fucking mind. He's still posting shit about Coke. He's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, bro. <laughs> He don't give a fuck. He don't you give mean. a fuck. That's why I love him, because he don't give a fuck. You don't. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. That was great. It's crazy. It crazy <laughs> afro now in the big
0: beard. I love it. Oh, it's nuts. His laugh is the funniest laugh ever.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he, 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 he lived out here for a while. We, we spent a lot of time out here, too. Yeah, from, I remember back like, when he lived in LA. Yeah, we're from like walking distance by my house. in Queens. OK. Yeah.
0: Nice. Well, you're familiar with my second sponsor. Which is Generation Records. We're going local. Generation Records, located nice. at two, yeah, 210 Thompson Street in the West Village here in New York City. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Shout out, Generation. I love that. Uh, of course. Follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. If you can't go to the actual brick and mortar spot, go to Generation and order something. But they survived this whole pandemic. They've been around since 92. They're like the last kids on the block. So, once again, they're at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village. And i uh, follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. And last but not least, see what's cool is that the, the three people that I have, I've, been, I've used way before the podcast even was a thing. Um, New Republic Printing for screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, and pins. Um, follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing. And if you go, newrepellingprinting.com is the website. What's cool about them is there's no setup fees. There's no screen fees. And uh, any any order shipped to a commercial address, like if you're cool with the dude at the bodega on the corner and you can get shit mailed there and you can trust them, it's free UPS ground shipping. So you can get like 10,000 sworn enemy T-shirts fucking made and you have 150 boxes delivered to a fucking your job. It's free shipping. So, New Republic Printing. They've been around for like 15 years or so. But they do great shit. And, yeah, once again, follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing. So, that's like coffee, New Republic Printing, Generation Records. Thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, bro. Small businesses, bro. Small. Little guys. Shout out
2: to the small guys. Yeah. Of course. Support your local companies. Support your local businesses, man. They all need all the help they can get.
0: A hundred percent.
2: Actually, um, this goes to fifteen dollars a friggin' for, for um, a minimum wage, man. That's
0: gonna be a problem. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, people are gonna be hurting because it's gonna be hard to pay fifteen dollars an hour for some guy to sweep. You know.
0: Yeah, dude. Is it the same way out there in Cali?
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just feel I just I, I mean, it'd be great for people to get a job, but how is small businesses, small coffee shops, how are they gonna sustain? It's it's pretty pretty hard to, you know you know, that's, that's paying somebody a hundred and something dollars a day, you know? You yeah. Got like that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, just to sweep and, you know, do things like that, it's going to be rough, you know?
0: Yeah. People got to do more work for, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be easy.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you charge $15 an hour a day to somebody, you delegate more work to them and they got to work harder. Yeah. That's the only way to look at it, you know?
0: And then after a while, is that person really going to break their ass that much for 15 bucks an hour, depending on what you're doing? If you're breaking your ass on a fucking construction site, non-union, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: but that's always cash money. A non-union, you you're always getting cash. You know, it's all under the table, shit. For my life, when I did construction, life, I haven't done construction in eight years or nine years, but it's been about eight years since I've done construction. Yeah, before I moved there, And you know, I used to still do construction with my boy Paulie. All right, man.
0: Yeah. All right, Paulie. who? Paulie neck
2: No, right. no, no. Rest me... in peace,
0: Paulie Nonak.
2: That's that's family right there.
0: Of course. Cool man. You, you want you want to you want to throw out your social medias and all that, or any yeah, any yeah. final parting words, brother?
2: You can find me at Lorenzo Antonucci Jr. at gmail I mean, <laughs> fucking give him my email away like a moron Well, one of them anyway um lorenzo uh, lorenzo antonucci jr is my instagram um handler at real antonucci is my twitter um i have uh lorenzo you have your facebook page
0: but not, are you really active
2: on your facebook page nah. nah um then what is the next one um um yeah follow uh, antonucci pictures on instagram uh, that's my production company. Um, visit the website, AntonucciPictures.com and uh,
0: LorenzoAntonucci.net. There you go. Oh. Fucking beautiful, bro. Check yeah. out Paradise City. Absolutely. And then find them on Instagram also. It's just at Paradise City, the one with the blue check. Um, sure. I'm going to ask you, because obviously you're a former member of Sworn Enemy, this this video goes up raw onto YouTube and I run it on the Brooklyn Blast Furtis group page on Facebook just like this. But the audio version, I put an intro on it, and that goes. It goes everywhere: iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, would you want me to? It's up to you. Can I tack on? But it would have to be your choice. Tack on the end of this episode a sworn enemy song that you played on. Yeah, I don't care. All right, so pick one.
2: A sworn enemy song.
0: Yeah, that I'm going to tack on the audio version of this episode. Uh.
2: Uh, check on as real as it gets.
0: There you go. Fucking banger right there. It's
2: classic. Yeah, check yeah, on that one.
0: Sounds like a plan, brother. Well, dude, thank you so much for your time. Of course, Jimmy. Be safe, and then we'll definitely be in touch.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for everything. I appreciate your time as well. Absolutely. Having me. Anytime. Take care, bro. Later,
0: Peace. Brother. Peace. Later. We're over here now.
2: I'm over here now. <laughs> Later.
0: Later. i
1: No telling what I may mean to It's so plain to see We laughed together We stood together We were almost one Then the fatal day you changed on me Now the war has begun I take a look in your eyes I don't like what I see You look your life as a fake And I'm as real as can be. Just a man, alone in this world I do the best I can I don't know why I was led down this path Maybe to see if I could withstand To leave my mind, left with twisted thoughts A cure for this, cannot be bought Your end of days, is in sight So be prepared, to leave my mind Stand a my I fall to my knees Love me this way, as, as I breathe. Let me tell you something I want for a Look into my eyes Can you see the pain? Do you understand? It's you. I want to make Ready to explode it's No one wins